0: My bad. Five, four, three, two, one.
1: Now, I feel like for this podcast, you should have counted from one to five.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Cut, pod, done. (laughs) It should have been ten, actually, but yeah.
1: The way way this podcast ended is the way this podcast also began. So Uh we're starting and ending at the same time, my friend. Jair, how are you doing today?
0: Uh, Soy muy bien.
1: Okay, all right. I'm doing just fine too as well. There have been no problems all day. There have been no issues. I'm uh, I've been looking forward to this podcast. We have put this podcast off for a couple of weeks. More homework had to be done. More watchings had to be had. Yes, tenet, my friend. That is what we're doing tonight. Yes, tenet. Um, we'll get into the uh, we'll get into the actual parts of the movie, of course, with our uh, our unique formula, and then we'll uh, break that down for the people, but. First and foremost, my friend, it's um, it's a Thursday night. What you uh, what you doing? What you sipping on?
0: Thursday Thursdays remain uh, undefeated. This is true. Absolutely. Uh, we like villains on this pod.
1: We do. Uh,
0: with Andre Sater being the main villain here. Hey. His drink of choice was vodka. Mm-hmm. It is cold outside. Mm-hmm. It is frigid. He is a cold villain. Mm-hmm. So I have the, belt with the air I'll show you the black and gold, the unfiltered, the special Belv yeah oh okay yeah yeah it's delicious by the way it, it's amazing um it's delicious what more can i say
1: um yep the name hey, andre in the new russia you know like he was sitting down having a uh, vodka with uh with our friend the protagonist myself <laughs> i went um i went a little bit different went A little bit different um i too i too have a uh black and gold bottle mm. but i have the uh i'm with the johnny walker uh, double black now the reason i went with this and not vodka because i was heavily leaning to the vodka but it is so cold outside up here in maryland it is it is ridiculous tonight the wind is blowing the the chill that comes with that it was already cold to begin with dude i had to go with the brown you know you know how you know how i am oh, man yeah. you, know how- you know we both love the brown in the winter
0: but i was thinking uh because it's cold like russia they drink vodka yeah. no matter what
1: I know, I tried. So that's, man. that's what I, I was
0: going. No, I don't blame you. I thought about yeah. it too. I had the brown in my hand. I was like, "I'll go with the there right? Oh, man. A, it might as well.
1: I thought about it, but I just, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't do it. So, yeah, I'm with the brown, baby. But the brown just never let me down. Brown is undefeated. Cheers to you! All right, Cheers. so let's uh let's get to it. Um, for uh, for anyone new, uh, cur- uh recurring listeners. Regardless, you uh, know the form we go with. As far as the movies, we like to break things down, and we like to give our thoughts on it. Not, uh, not We are not—we do a little bit of theorizing on here, too, as well, at the movies. Uh, we'll explain uh, movies, too, as well, as best to our knowledge. This movie um, was extremely different, and I'm going to explain what that different means. But first, uh, let's uh, reintroduce the formula that we uh, go with. So we have the All the Lights category, uh, Best Action Scene, Best Comedic Scene, Best drama scene. We have the control verse category where we um, take a look at the uh, best supporting actor or actress, uh, best supporting line, and uh, the best outstanding featuring scene from uh, obviously a feature uh, featuring uh, actor or actress. The score. We talk about the best soundtrack moment and which record outside of the movie sounds like the movie. We'll explain that when we get to it. The last call category. Iconic Kodak moment. How has the movie aged? And would you want a sequel? Now we understand this movie just came out, but we still ask these questions regardless after every single movie we've seen. Now, recently, Jaya, we've been doing a lot of old movies. It's been a while since we did something, something new and recent. Something I mean, this movie's been out for a while, it's been out for a couple of months, but it's something we have to get used to, especially with HBO Max doing what it's doing this year in 2021. Yep, yep. yep. And we plan on touching and hitting on every single HBO at HBO Max movie this year. Um yes. The Little Things, yep. uh Godzilla Kong. Matrix everything so yep. this is uh this is the first of um an album as you could say the hBO album mm-hmm. so looking forward to it my friend um can I ask you this what were your thoughts and what is tenant to you what did this movie mean to you what would you think of uh the overall uh the overall uh story of this particular movie um
0: the first time I didn't know what to think I walked out of that theater actually I went in the theater actually it was empty. Uh, oh really? You know, to reserve our tickets. Yeah. Uh and about I, that. I'm curious. So uh well I'm from the south, so they're a little more lenient with the COVID protocol. Hey. And uh tenant had been out for a little bit and uh I was off that day. I think it was a Friday or something, whatever. And I looked online and it, it was one of those where you can reserve your tickets in advance and I saw like this theater was empty. Was like, all right, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go check it out. And uh sure enough, it was empty, reserve seating, all that. And I remember walking in and I was like, this is definitely a Christopher Nolan movie <laughs> off the rip. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I walk out the movie. I called my dad. I was like, dad, I don't know if I love this movie or if I hate this movie. I don't know how I feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and watching it a second time, I enjoyed it much more than the first time where you can stop thinking about the movie and just enjoy the action for what it is. Cause there's right. some amazing action scenes in this movie.
1: How many times have you seen this movie now? Three. This
0: is my third
1: time. I've seen it three times too. Yeah. So, well, not three times two. That'd be six. But I've seen it three times also. I mean, let yeah. me yeah. clean that up here. And I am yeah. not to confuse. Yeah, this movie's already confusing enough. I ain't trying to confuse the people. <laughs> it is
0: matter. confusing. It
1: I definitely apologize. is. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> For me, Tenet was. Um, I mean, the first time I watched it, I was like, I love it, and I don't know if I like it at the same damn time. Like, I just didn't understand how I felt. I watched the second time. I'm not gonna lie to you. The second time, I was like, I just can't do this right now. I just maybe it was me. The day I was like, I, this is too much for too much. Watched it again today. And enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Definitely enjoyed it a lot more. Um, I got to actually appreciate the acting of this movie a lot more. Like you know when um like you know NFL players, uh, especially rookie, rookie quarterbacks that are the good ones, they say the game's gotten a lot slower for me. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the same thing with this movie too, as well. The movie's gotten slower for me. I can sit there watch it and understand now. That hearing it from the third time, it's like, oh, I get that. Ooh, I didn't see that first. Right, right. Um, YouTube videos also help to explain the movie a little bit more, <laughs> a little yeah, more depth. I, yeah. the first time I watched it, I was like, dude, I don't know what the hell is going on, except for they're going back, forth, back, forth. Uh, spoiler alert: uh, the victory at the end, and then go from there. Mm-hmm. So, but. Yeah. With, uh, with everything I was able to read on it, especially print too as well, I'm able to, um, I don't have the movie down 100%, but I have it to, a. I feel like a good enough point where we can do this podcast.
0: I have it to where I think the culture has it. I think that's good enough right now.
1: And you know what? We, li- we, hey, we live in the moment, man. So, moment. so yeah. hey. Yeah. And if you don't like it, you can place the thing back in reverse and <laughs> <laughs> see who we'll see <laughs> we messed up there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready to get to it? <laughs> yes, sir. Let's do it. All right. Um, I guess. Um, well, for now, this is, of course, this is for everyone that's seen the movie. If you haven't seen the movie, I recommend you go watch it, then come back to it. Please. So, absolutely. Spoilers. One hundred percent. This isn't a breakdown of the movie, but it is a breakdown of the movie. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yes. All right. All the last. All the lights category. Um, what's your best action scene? The opera and the
0: intro is amazing. I have to go with the tarmac airplane scene. It is so fucking amazing. And the first time, one of things I liked about this movie is the dialogue is really, they're doing something. They're going, to the, they're going to the airport. They're driving and talking. There's action going as they're trying to explain the sequence of events. It's almost like uh, if you've seen the West Wing where they're talking down all the aisles of the White House. It's, it's fast moving. It's pacing. There's no time to like breathe. Which, uh, which Tarmac scene? The first. Okay. Okay. So, uh, they talk about it. He's like, you want to crash a plane? (laughs) Uh, for those that (laughs) don't know this, that is an actual aircraft that is not CGI. That is an actual plane. They did the math and they figured, you know, it's cheaper to buy a damn plane (laughs) and crash it than to do it full CGI. Uh, So Christopher Nolan, who absolutely adores, um, Live action stunts and sequences. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Uh, That is an actual plane, and you can tell with the camera angles. You can tell that it's on the wing. It's almost like a GoPro. I'm sorry for the movie nerds out there. Whatever. There's like a camera on like the wing. There's a camera on like the flight deck, and you and then there's a camera set within the 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 terminal itself. And you can tell by the angles, like. That is a live fucking shot. That is ridiculous. This man is literally crashing a plane. No survivor style.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Utterly ridiculous. Let me backtrack. They're talking about the sequence like, yo, you want to crash a plane? (laughs) Uh, They're doing the breathing thing. They're practicing the breathing as they're talking. I like that a lot. (gasps) It's amazing. As they're they're practicing, they got like the Pentagon uh, terminal blueprint out. They're discussing it. They're trying to figure it out. Mission Impossible style, and uh, they have uh, Neil talking to the, um, like the 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 tarmac's the uh, the representative, whatever. And they're talking the liaison, through the lights. Like yeah. yeah, the liaison, whatever. They're talking through it, and you see like Neil's point of view. Okay, there's a camera there, there's a camera there. Okay, what's my escape plan? Like you, you, he's in, and he's interrogating, getting information in such a seamless, smooth matter. It's incredible. And so then they finally do it, and <laughs> a plane fucking crashes into the tarmac. Very well. him. Best action scene. Excuse me.
1: Um, I'm gonna take that to the next scene: the protagonist versus the protagonist for me, because i I love that uh I love that air, airplane scene. So um, th- this this is the scene falling up to it. Mm-hmm. So at first you see, um, the protagonist, uh, John David Washington. He's trying to fight against a, a, a armed uh, guard in, uh, you know, in, in guard gear, the old riot gear, the helmet, all that. And the way they're fighting is that he's fighting, but the other guy is moving in a certain way. You're know, like, that's not. He's not actually. It is like he's trying to fight him, but he is fighting off mm-hmm. of him. Yeah, it's just weird to watch it. And the whole entire scene of that is it's confusing. Then you have Neil too, as well, who chases down one of the. um, one of the you find that they're inverted these individuals and he, ch- he chases down one of them and he gets he grabs a helmet off of him and immediately runs away so you, you see that you're like oh, okay there's something there mm-hmm. but back to the action of it the core chorogra- uh, the uh the choreograph chore- choreography guess, choreography there it is thank you it's absolutely amazing amazing the way yeah the way the way he's the way he's moving like backwards as, as far as same same time uh john david watches move forward and of course, we said spoiler, but they're both John, uh, uh, the protagonist, John David Washington. Mm-hmm. But you know that at the time. I mean, you can, you can think about it, but you didn't really know that. So when uh, the scene came the second time around, and you saw from the protagonist's point of view, uh, when he was in the, the riot gear, the guard gear, you saw he was trying not to really fight himself. He wasn't trying to like lay the, the right. kill right. shots right. to him. And it, it's just it's just amazing how that whole, whole thing went around so to me that was my favorite uh action scene actually it's, it's funny because I actually have the airplane crash up here too as well the, I mean, whole, it's
0: incredible. the whole the whole thing with the whole thing that. is incredible but, that whole, that whole sequence is like together
1: yeah that's what i'm incredible. saying yeah because I have the airplane crash and the uh the fight between the protagonist and the protagonist so it's
0: just it's just 45 minutes of nonstop action it's incredible um yeah. the the I think back to the um when the when the protagonist, our main actor, who's literally, by the way, titled the protagonist, which we're not just saying that because we're lazy. That is his name. It, that is his name. That is his name. We're not being lazy. The protagonist uh, is talking to the to the not the medical doctor, but the uh, she's in the lab coat, and they're doing the video, and they're first showing like the the gum bullets, mm-hmm. and ha, ha, ha. she's like, you have to pick it up, and the bullet, and then it shows the camera of it. And you're like. what what the fuck but there's a really important line that said is don't try to understand it just feel it i think it's a really important line so when you get to that fight action sequence you're like i i kind of get it i I just trying to instead of trying to comprehend it i just try to to enjoy the action sequence because it's it's phenomenal when have you ever seen a scene like that never
1: and you know what have you heard a theory around her what's that that, uh that this is just uh, a theory of the moving, and i I'll, I'll go ahead and see what you brought it up um she's actually the scientist that created the algorithm to actually invert all of time that they refer to in the movie. I can believe that does she not even know it yet well she she't realize she actually invented it she knows about it obviously, but oh. as time goes on,
0: yeah
1: she realizes that she actually invented it, and then she's when actually off herself and then sent everything all in She's one to had the algorithm with the, the nine artifacts that yeah. scattered all across the world, like some yeah. Dragon Ball Z shit. But she's the one to actually, um, <laughs> she's the one to actually create the algorithm in the future. But yeah. that's, just a, that's just a theory of the movie. It's, it's a whole bunch of theories in the movie. And I'll, theories. I'll drop them as, uh, as time goes on.
0: That's a bunch of, that's the, one of the things about Christopher Nolan movies that allows it to live on is there's theories. And then when you watch it the next time, sometimes you're like, huh, that theory kind of lands. I like that theory. Like so Inception. Really, inception with the other uh, yeah exactly
1: uh also for everyone out there we're going to refer to a lot of other Christopher Nolan movies that have uh, yes. already dropped too as well so please spoiler on everything Nolanverse because I have a few things that I would definitely say at the end of this podcast
0: I'll, I'll give you a spoiler I'll let you know if it's something big for the audience
1: same here yeah uh best, yeah for sure yeah. uh best comedic scene for me Can we go
0: back to the opera house though we have to talk about that scene oh yeah for sure please go on oh my god that's in nobody does intros I-, I mean like christopher nolan i mean f- holy fuck this is incredible you have uh uh an opera house <laughs> literally james bond style who something that christopher nolan draws on a lot here is a james bond uh tw- 2021 kind of feel to it uh you see the people with, with the... They gas the whole place. Everyone gets knocked out. You're like... You, you hear the soundtrack. You're like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Here we go. It's just an incredible sequence. Uh, you even... We see Neil at the, at the beginning. and the end, they, they do that connection when we see the red tag on his backpack telling him, you don't have to kill these people. It's just an incredible, incredible action sequence. And then the, the-, the cinematography of the two trains going in in symmetrical places just absolutely like it, it grabs your attention immediately I'm, I'm in this movie loved it absolutely loved the intro
1: and hey, you know it's one thing crazy about that too as well is that as soon as i was watching you said that it's this is i'm in a christopher nolan movie like honestly that scene felt like i felt like at some point batman is going to swing down yes. and beat motherfuckers yeah. up like i like it, it just has it's that's why, they, that's why we call it the Nolanverse, because all of this movie it, shot with the same camera. They have all the same feel. Yeah, yeah, Multiple characters are doing multiple things in it. Soundtrack, great acting, yeah. Exactly, everything. It just feels like at one point, Bruce Wayne will walk in, and he yeah. take down every single goon in there. Well, at the same time, John David Washington, the protagonist, is uh, doing his thing with the CIA. Yeah. So it just blends in so well together. So I'm glad you brought that, uh, that whole opera yes. scene up. Also, when uh, the gas went out, and everybody immediately just yeah. went out, I was Great. like, "Oh, oh okay." The, the stakes are raised. It's real. I it's incredible. Incredible. I'm ready. I'm ready now. Incredible. So, yeah. The uh, uh,
0: I'm blessed to have I have some sound speaker system in this house. Uh, I saw it in the movie theater. It's it's a surreal hearing the audio and the and the subwoofer. Just like like the subwoofer was is created for this movie. Like it, when you have when you buy the the big ass TV. The expensive ass sound system, like it's for this movie. Like this is the reason why you bought all that shit, mm-hmm. and it's just incredible. Please do not watch this on your laptop. Please do not watch this on your cell phone. Do not watch it in like the guest room, man. If you can, make make sure to watch it in the main attraction of your house. It's incredible.
1: And also, I have some things to say about the um the sound quality of this movie, too, as well. But I'll yeah, say there, are some.
0: there I'll, are some. Yeah.
1: I will save that for the score. I'll yeah. say for the score. Um, best comedic scene. If I can go first, please. So um Alfred or better known as movie uh Sir Michael. I hate you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you live in a twilight world.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, no friends uh, at dust, my friend. No friends at dust. Anything what they say, back? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh Alfred, we talked to the protagonists and, you know, they have the lunch, whatnot. Maybe you have a different part of this scene too as well. There's there several uh, comedic scenes just in here, just, just, just woven in. But for me, it's, uh, I had to write this word for word. Uh, Alfred says to the protagonist, uh, no offense in this world where someone's claiming to be a billionaire, Brooke, Brooks brothers won't cut it. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> I was like, yes, I had to chuckle, I had to laugh a little bit. And this movie, the stakes are raised high, but... That little bit of a little bit of comedy is needed. And he he's actually needed. right to as well. And then also, immediately after that, he gives him the black card. Tell him, don't worry about the price. Hey. I want absolutely.
0: to take care of yourself, baby. I love absolutely. it. Absolutely. Uh, prefer the term African-American Express. To hey. Last call on here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's great. And of course, Alfred's only in this for this scene. So he's like, I'm going to go all in. Uh, he always kills it. Even in Inception, he's in a, just like one or two scenes and he does this thing. I will refer to him as Alfred. Uh you know, my favorite. It's the same scene. Uh, you British don't have a monopoly on snobbery, you know. Ooh. Well, not a monopoly. More of a controlling interest. It's that British humor that is like, yeah, I know it. Y'all yeah, know I'm a little cocky. So what? Super it, dry. It's accepting of it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. great. It's great, 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 great scene.
1: Also, you could throw in the um, the uh, the waiter. That was acting uh real, he was acting real snobbish. Well. Oh,
0: oh, yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, the waiter. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, there's a couple of scenes there. I think it's uh,
0: to the, uh, when he, when he meets a uh, cat and uh, he gets ganked up on He's like, man, I ordered my hot sauce an hour ago. Yeah. Oh, in the, in,
1: the, in the kitchen? Yeah, in the kitchen. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny one too as well. Then he whooped everybody's ass. Yeah, he did. The protagonist is a badass. You'd love to see it. Man, you hey, you love to see it,
0: and I like in the next scene, like his suit. He goes from like Brooks Brothers to like Tom Ford. like okay. Like he looked clean before, but now it's
1: like, yo, I need to buy that suit. Like I gotta. But, but if, for for a trained eye, if you were paying attention, you could see the quality difference. Oh yeah, suit. you could definitely see the quality. Oh, difference. it pops. It's different. Like, like when you said Brooks Brothers, I was like, oh, mm. Mm. that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then the next one, oh, scene... I was like, yeah. "Oh, <laughs> yeah."
0: And the next scene, he's like, "He looks like extra fly." You're like, "Damn, I need, I need that fit."
1: I need that. I need that black card, or yeah. like you say, like like a uh, Yay said, that African American Express. Hey. Brains power and hustle, like Dane Puffy and Russell. All right, uh, best drama scene. What you got? Uh, let's see what I got here. Apologies.
0: I got excited when he was rapping the last call. I could have kept going, but
1: it's, I chose, it's I chose I, record. Yeah, yeah. It the record. The
0: chorus is so good, too, when the credits are right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's it's Sater and Cat, and Cat wants to kill him. And Sater looks into her eyes and says, uh, you you pushed me off a boat. You are not going to shoot me in cold blood. My bow's not cold, Andre. No, but you're not angry enough, because anger scars over into despair. I look into your eyes, I see despair. It's just a great scene where cat uh, just isn't quite ready yet to pull the trigger mm-hmm. and uh, Sater uh, continues his manipulative dominance uh, as the villain of this movie. And he he, he he kills it as an actor in that scene.
1: And they come back to play that scene off too as well. Yes,
0: yes, yes they do. I,
1: I, it's like a tenet. great build-up. It, it, it came back full circle. Yeah or went yeah. back full circle so i mean depending on how yeah. you look at it yeah, yeah uh for me it was uh the protagonist versus uh sanjay and uh priya mm-hmm. when he uh first uh but first so they bungee jump up they bungee jump oh it's up such a great on the um oh my god <sighs> so iconic from the trailer too as well When they bungee jump up on the uh on the building and they, course, yeah. they take down the guards with ease and then he gets the um he gets the the husband on the ground, who he uh, Sanjay, who he thinks is the, the one running it, just based off his intel. Mm-hmm. Trying to find out it's actually Priya that's behind the husband mm-hmm. that actually runs everything, and they get the uh, the information as far as uh, Andre in the first place. But the drama built up. Both of them were so cool. Uh, the protagonist and Sanjay. Ah, uh, my friend, you have a you have a gun to me. I'm not the one they uh, send me to make um you know um deductions or reason with people. I'm the one they uh that takes a kill shot. And then they're pretty much just talking back and forth, real cool, calm. Then of course Priya comes in, is like, "Hey, I'm the one you want to talk to." Essentially, Sanjay, go make him a drink. And then from there they had the conversation. But you know she's a, uh, you know she's a villain, and he's a protagonist. But they're sitting there, and they're they don't really know too much of her, of each other. But information you need to gather from each other what the next uh, next plan is. So at that time, they're somewhat working together. And then later in the movie we see that they. Um, how the relationship ended with a, uh, a bullet from protagonist to a uh, Priya. Well,
0: that's perfect, because in the beginning, once he he takes the, the suicide pill and the CIA agent is waiting for him, he said, all I have for you is a word, tenant. And he does the gesture thing, but he says, this is gonna open the right doors and it's also gonna open some wrong ones. Right. And we kind of see that along the journey with the protagonist, which is really dope to uh, watching a second time uh, to really see this movie. Yeah, it's great.
1: And it opened doors every single step of the way. Yeah. like uh when Andre's ready to kill him at dinner mm-hmm. he we found a way to open the door too as well absolutely i can help i can pretty much help you find the uh, another piece of the algorithm all right well all right. i'll see you at the docks
0: there it is that dock scene was weird by the way i didn't understand it
1: um yeah i have something else about that too as well but it has nothing to do with the scene it's something to do with something totally different with that but a
0: beautiful Ooh. scene though like man i got to move to it oh my god wherever they're at
1: Ooh. Oh, that's, that's that. Fuck you, money for real. That is. Mm. That is. Let's crank on more podcasts, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right, we're moving on. Control verse category. Jair, what is your uh, your best supporting actor or actress? I have two, so I'm gonna let you go first. Um, I have I could have two, but I, I went with the. I just I, I know sometimes we, we bend the rules for us, and that's fine. I just went with one. Uh, Robert Pattinson, uh, Neil. First of all, Robert Pattinson. Fuck Twilight, he is an amazing, an amazing actor. Um, I just want to, I'm gonna get a little bit off topic here, but, um, Rover, The Lost City of Z, The Lighthouse, there's some movies he's done recently. Go check him out. Go watch him. The man is a hell of an actor. He's probably I in mean, The Batman too as well. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen the trailer by now, go watch the goddamn trailer. It's on YouTube. The Batman. Um, the man is an amazing, amazing actor. And if you know him just from Twilight, I feel no 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 no. He's, he's in so much indie work And this is just a few of the movies i mentioned uh this movie too as well tenant an outstanding performance uh, what can i say from the moment he shows up on the scene he sits down uh, in the suit right next to uh, john david washington the protagonist they have a little back and forth uh you can see the just a, subtle, a subtleties in his acting um the hand gestures the uh the face movements the uh the body movements uh, uh he'll take a uh i'll take a, a vodka um, uh, vodka and tonic he'll have um what do you say um uh, diet um goddamn diet coke diet pepsi something like that yeah and then just a little back and forth immediately immediately you see the chemistry between the two and it builds the whole entire movie mm-hmm. without that chemistry this movie um it, it, it was tough but they have such great chemistry together also um just give a little shout out to someone else too as well my man aaron johnson uh ives Another amazing, uh, uh, another amazing actor, too. As well, I, I loved him since uh, his kick ass days. We uh, was doing those movies, so been a huge fan of his. Also, Quicksilver from the MCU, just to tie the off for people that don't realize that. Absolutely, absolutely amazing. Love the acting. I'll watch the movie just for them.
0: One of my favorite lines is, uh, to your point, when they're ordering the drink, I prefer soda water. No, you don't,
1: yeah. <laughs> and he does a
0: smile, he, do- he, he, he does the George Clooney Ocean Eleven thing. They'll say a really uh, smooth line that kind of stings a little bit, but not too much. It's reserved. And then have like the smile on it. Like, I got you, motherfucker. Like, all at the same time. His acting is brilliant. I didn't watch any of those movies. All I knew was Twilight, and I didn't watch that. And one one of the funny things is when they they reference Twilight with the Robert, with Neil's character. Uh, Yo, he is brilliant in this movie. Like, Mm -hmm. he is absolutely brilliant. He does the, the. Charming British, not too serious, smart, reserved gentleman like character, and he's he is he is just utterly, utterly incredible. And I remember seeing when I when he did the no, you don't with the soda water, I was like,
1: Oh, this boy can act. And then I thought about Batman, I was like, Oh, hell yeah, I'm in. I'm oh, in. yeah, our past is one he's man, I'm put up like this. I mean, he may be top five dead or alive as far as uh, actors. Superb statement. I'm not, I'll stand by it right now. I stand by, it. I have no problem with that. Well, the man's a chameleon, the man's a chameleon, dude. Yeah. And if you haven't seen the man's work, I don't want to hear from you. I've always seen his Twilight. Get out of here, yeah. go watch the man's work, and come back to me. He is brilliant. I, and I I don't think too
0: many actors could have did what he did in this movie in terms of playing that role. And he is just, just absolutely brilliant. Uh, I have cat me while I pull this up.
1: Oh, uh, Elizabeth DeBecky?
0: Yeah, Elizabeth uh, DeBecky. Yeah, that's right. As Cat, I think it's great. She has the, uh, she's trying to figure out how to be a survivor in this world. Um, she. One of the things I do like about this movie is the if you watch Mission Impossible, they do the camera angle to where like Tom Cruise always looks taller or even height with someone else. Mm-hmm. Even though Tom Cruise is what, 5'8"? Yeah,
1: he's right? small guy. Yeah, he's he's small. Maybe maybe five six. He's he's he, he, yeah. He's short. short. Yeah, he's small.
0: He's small. Uh, they do not hide away from cat's height in this movie. Dude, she's six three. She's six three, and they do not hide from it. And they show it at every camera angle. And she kind of has that brazen sh- shoulders back, and she's trying to figure out she's loving mother, and she's trying to figure out how to survive in this world. And
1: It's absolutely incredible. And if I may
0: go to the next category, which you kind of. Oh,
1: say go say what'll say go say. I want to connect to as well. Um, also, for uh, all my MCU fans out there, that's uh, Aisha from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And you mentioned Kat as well. Um, and we, we talked about Neil. So can I introduce a theory here? Yes. All right. So the theory is that Max is a younger version of Neil. Oh, I saw that. That's a theory. Um, I can't really talk too much on it intelligently, I'll allow the, uh, the listener to find their own way with that. As I do in those most known in the movies, you got to find your own path with it. But um, Max is uh, short for Maximilian. And if you uh, invert Maximilian, the French uh, pronunciation of it, the French spelling of it, the last uh, the last four words are L-I-E-N. And if you flip that, it's N-E-I-L for Neil. So Wow. That's <laughs> worth really considering. That's some good content right there. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, so for everybody out there, go take a look at it. And I'm going to have a theory here in a little bit later how that actually ties together. But I'll wait to, I'll wait to that for the last call category. That's incredible. Yeah, for sure. But um, please continue to the next category, my friend.
0: Uh, outstanding feature scene. It's cat. It's you you kind of uh, said how they bring her back earlier when now he looks into Cedar's eyes and now you, you see Maja Vegeta. <laughs> yeah, she's pissed off now. Uh, look at <laughs> my eyes. Which do you see, despair or anger? I'm not the woman who could find love for you even though you scarred her on the inside. I'm the vengeful bitch you scarred on the outside. Great line, great delivery, the great uh accepting of her of her 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 journey to get here. Mm-hmm. And then she just becomes an absolute badass in that moment.
1: Then she del- delivers a kill shot. And she also, delivers a kill shot. his body getting thrown over, like she's the entire time yeah. with the uh oh, with the uh the oil slipping down. Yeah. And then he uh, fell. He hit a pole with his body and yeah. fucked around to as well. Yep. And then they recovered the body. Yep. And got up and got up out of there. Yep.
0: And then dies off the boat just absolutely like Halle Berry and Dying of the Day style, just a dive.
1: Yeah. And then our younger self sees that and references that in the movie. Uh-huh. Yep. Show, so. Yep. yep. It's a it's a complete mind fuck. Yep. Um, for me, my you best. that's
0: a? Uh, you think that's like a? Like a, underneath the surface, like you're younger, like seeing yourself as what you could be. You think that's something Christopher Nolan's trying to get at to us, the audience in this movie? Because he always talks to the audience in, in different ways, as we'll get into uh, as we can see those
1: parts. I see like you could be a better version of yourself or.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, the better version, the complete version of, of
1: who you are. Oh, for sure. I mean, mo- uh, producers like or, you know, movie makers like him that have, have like, like Charlie Brooker uh, minds, like, like, you know, uh, Steven Spielberg's there. There's always something that George Lucas is, there's always something they're trying to say with their work, but the great ones do it with subtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, subtle, uh, subtle, yeah. They don't yeah. do it like slapping your face. Here it is, you know, right, right, the great right. ones say they know how to not make that hand so heavy, but they're still saying something without saying anything at all.
0: Yeah, I think Donald Glover said actually, uh he he doesn't like when like TV shows try to teach him something. So that goes to more your like subtle they they do it in a very subtle manner. it's there, but it's it's not in your face.
1: it's left for the interpretation of the viewer exactly that's it so and I'm all fine with that because from movies is subjective, so everyone can take away what they see from that like the the theories that I'm presenting aren't theories that I may even believe, but it's out there for the listener to yep. take that and run with and see how they uh see if they can make sense of it yeah and and also movie makers love that shit when. Mm-hmm. It makes the movie live on longer. Absolutely. There's more clues and things you could find. Um, for me, best outstanding feature scene was um, when Andre and the protagonist were talking to each other after the protagonist had saved him. And they sat down for the uh, the vodka. I owe you. You owe me nothing. No, I don't like owing nobody. Then pay me. And then they start talking and they get to the point where Andre's telling him about how he actually claimed, um, how he actually became Andre. Where he was, um, he was pretty much digging in areas mm-hmm. where you know with the uh, the radiation was uh, was was really bad at um, the city twelve. It's it's getting am not for the time being. Somebody screaming at me, but I apologize. So and then they see that it was a contract that was there too as well. It was sent to him because right. he, he was pretty much he was pretty much you could say he was like a uh, a chosen one of sorts. Yeah. And I want to get to something else here before I get it back here to uh, what I was just talking about. The people that sent it back. It's not really implied in this movie, but they're humans from the future that their world has came to an end or the world is ending. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: They're trying their best to save themselves by going back in the past and trying to change things. And in in some ways, Andre can be looked at as a a messiah of sorts. If you really want to pick that correlation, that he's there to save them from themselves. Now, what that themselves is, it's somewhat... Implied in the movie that it could be global warming, but it's not actually said. Like, like we say, like Nolan, he's he's not here to you know pass messages. Like, don't fuck up, fuck up the planet. Also, here's Tenet. Like, he's not doing that. <laughs> that's not. That's <laughs> not he's doing. So back to it, and he's talking, uh Back to Andre and the protagonist talking here. He's someone how he, uh, he takes this claim and uh, Mother Russia shown with his shovel, smacking, killing the other guy in the head. You see, accepting the contract, he gets the gold. Um That's a key scene for me too, as well. That it explains. A lot of the future, the past, and the present of the movie, and the way Andre delivered that entire scene from getting rescued by the protagonist to the protagonist walking out of that room was absolutely fantastic. So,
0: we like villain. We like villains on this pop area, but we a thing a villain needs is a origin story that makes sense how you got here. Exactly. I, I need the I need the Harvey Dent into Two Face to understand what makes your complexity the way it is, and that scene delivers it perfectly. You got a kid at war, Russia, Ground Zero for a nuclear test. He he knows his radiation is lethal. He's probably gonna die anyway. He Yes, knows you don't
1: know that. Yeah. Yeah, he has
0: a suit on, but you know, man, you're gonna die. And then he well, comes across this this Willy Wonka <laughs> golden contract. And at that point, it's, it, it, he, he's out for his survival into death somehow. And, you know, if I can't have you, no one can, was such a great line in this movie, that you, it makes sense. It's the complexity of this character, that he, you know, he even refers to himself as a god in the scene. And the protagonist is like, bitch, you crazy. What you talking about?
1: Exactly. That's what I mean. Like he was someone, he could be seen someone as a false messiah. Yeah. Uh, also, the radiation from those early scenes, could be linked to is pancreatic cancer, right?
0: Right, exactly. From,
1: yeah, later on in the movie, too. Yeah. As well,
0: yeah,
1: easy. Um, what's your best, uh, best supporting line? Let me go first. Let me go first. My best supporting line, you sent me. It's <laughs> <laughs> so when, when that line, when Neil delivers that line to um to the protagonist after their final battle is over, and uh Seder. Sater 12? No, I say Sater 12. Goddamn. I need to look it up with the city. The city's called Sater's uh, Andre's last name. I, I, I'll get it back. I'll get it back. In um, in uh, the, uh, the city 12, I'll just call it that for now. He delivers that line, and you're like, oh shit. The entire time, he's living in the past and the future, going back and forth, Neil is, and he's already met our protagonist because the protagonist actually fell into the program in the first place. But we're actually, like you say, a villain needs an origin story so does a hero so does a hero or a protagonist. yeah or witnessing the origin story and in some ways you're witnessing the sequel too in the movie it's
0: and at that point you realize it's a temporal shift the whole movie or exactly Pinter, excuse me not a shift a pincer. uh i, ha- I have yeah, a quote co- yeah. direct quote if you want it
1: please uh, deliver that,
0: that, that was my pick ah bro Yes, yeah, as he's walking I, away, the protagonist, "Hey, you never did tell me who recruited you, Neil." Because remember, the protagonist doesn't know throughout the movie. He's like, "How do you know this? How do you yeah, know this? I X, Y, ahead? How you so far ahead? head? Yeah. head. He, he is like pissed off <laughs> throughout. Uh, "Hey, you never did tell me who recruited you, Neil." And this is Neil, like with the soda, the smile, the grimace. He likes being the smartest and the smartest in the room. Haven't you guessed by now? You did, only not when you thought you have a feature in the past years ago for me. Years from now, for you. And at this point, the protagonist is like crying, like he's, he's dropping and he's dropping tears, right? I and mean, it's a beautiful scene. Uh, and then I'll, I'll use another quote For me, I think this is the end of a beautiful friendship. And then the protagonist, but for me, it's just the beginning. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful.
1: Yeah, that, um, because we're in the beginning and the end of something too, as well. So, right. In a lot of movies, you don't get to see things like that. So, how do you? That's what I'm saying. When you saying, like, I like it, but I don't. But I don't know if I like it or not. Is that confusing? Because this introduces something brand new that is not really seen in a lot of movies. That's
0: a really good point. And the first time you watch it, you can tell it's a heartfelt scene and, and you're, they're stringing on the heart a little bit. You are a little confused though. You're like, I just saw a building blow up from reverse. I don't <laughs> know what's going on in this movie. A great action scene, by the way, when they shoot the, 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 the top the bottom then the top of the building absolutely like what the fuck is going on uh but first time you're a little confused and as you watch it more you you kind of understand it and now you can really let that emotion that scene just sit for what it is and just let the emotion take over it's a great scene it's phenomenal this movie
1: requires multiple viewings
0: yes yes it does absolutely
1: um let's get to the score what is your uh best soundtrack moment
0: it's kind of tough. There's not really a there's not really a lot of songs here. This isn't like Wolf of Wall Street with like twelve different records, right? Uh, I don't know the names of the score, but the score itself is absolutely phenomenal. All the scores, I loved every piece of it.
1: Uh, for me, I want to say something a little bit different here. I want to say something a little bit different here because I got a, I got a oh Stoss twelve. That was the name of the um, that was the name of the uh the location of uh, on the city. Oh, pause right here. I'm going to cut this out. I got to take this phone call, though. OK. All right. Let's get back to it. you. Ready? Yes. All right. Uh, So this is what I want to say here. The score. I don't know who mastered this movie. Oh, yeah. But your levels are all over the motherfucking place. Uh, Remember I said earlier that um, the doc scene when uh, the protagonists yes. uh, got to. We talked about that. When he gets on the boat, it gets so fucking loud. And it comes out of nowhere for no reason. Him in the speedboat zooming off. I'm like, oh, my God, let me turn this thing down before I lose my eardrums. Uh, There's other parts of the movie, too, as well. Um, Beginning, the opera scene, uh, the mask. They got the gas mask on. Mm -hmm. And they're actually talking through the gas mask, but it's not movie quality. It's just them talking through the gas mask with a camera on their face. Mm -hmm. Didn't like that at all. Uh, another boat scene too as well. When uh, Andre and protagonist had on the headsets, you hear him for a little bit. They're talking through the uh, like a like a walkie-talkie. Um, um God, what's word I'm looking for? Uh, effect. And then like five seconds later, they're just talking like it's normal. Like the levels of this movie is, and I think a walkie-talkie effect was cool just because they're talking to the headset. But it's just all over the place. It's loud in places and it's quiet, and it gets loud and quiet, and it's just at the. At, Wild and weird times, and I remember I when I first read this too, as well. Because I read this even before the movie, before I watched it. Now was like, all right, whatever. You I know, mean, just people on the internet just bitching. Uh-huh. Nah, they was right, <laughs> they was right. I was like, god damn, that's a, that's a Christopher Nolan thing. Um, I think this one was worse. His other movies, I think all interstellar has some parts too, as well. Uh-huh. That, um, all right, a little interstellar spoiler, um, the beginning scene. Where he's taking off and it's like super loud mm-hmm. and then he's like real quiet. And then also, and I, I don't problem with that, but it's like abnormally loud. Like, mm-hmm. like it doesn't need to be this. Like this is ridiculous. And another scene in Interstellar where it's um where he goes to the base uh NORAD and then the machine pops out of nowhere and starts um interrogating mm-hmm. him. Like it just it's just it's just like I don't need jump scares in movies like this, just the story's so good. I don't need that extra. Yeah. Leave that for like Wes Craven or, you know, a horror guy. Yeah. Eli Roth. Guys like that.
0: No, I think there's a of complaint to the, the action scenes are so loud that you can't hear the dialogue.
1: And that Uh, too as well.
0: Yeah. That too as well. The first time you do the opera house, you're like, what? But you're like, they have masks on. I guess it makes some sense. But as you continue the movie, you're like, wait, what, huh? (laughs) What is going on? And, uh, you know, Christopher Nolan says you don't have to hear it. You could like feel the dialogue through body language. A la Dark Knight rises. If you remember Bane's voice in the trailer, the original, okay. that was a big deal. And, and people were like, yo, I can't hear what Bane is trying to say. <laughs> this, this man saying those survivors, I can't I can't hear that. What do you mean? So uh having said that, I think sometimes you can try to like we like sports, you and I, we have a sports pod as well, and we see that uh coaches can try to outsmart themselves this feels like you know people people like to be able to hear the dialogue i shouldn't have to put closed captioning on that is a very valid complaint
1: yeah that's um i had to do that in several parts of the movie i'm like all right i just need to put on i gotta I, I feel like i'm watching dragon ball z you know the straight from japan like i gotta i gotta <laughs> read this shit like i, I don't want to do this i wanna i want to enjoy the movie yeah.
0: and even in um Dunkirk, no spoilers, but in Dunkirk, when they when they're in the in the fighter jets, it's hard to hear them there. Mm-hmm. And so also Tom Hardy wearing a mask again, but <laughs> I was like what? What did he say? Huh? And so at first you think it's like your movie theater or your your TV, and then you're like, nah, everyone's dealing with this, like you said. So I think it's a really valid complaint. I should not have to watch closed captioning to a language I understand.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like. I'm not, I'm not doing that for the English language. Anything else, yeah. I'm all for it. My language, come on baby, work with it. It just
0: seems a little too. And then we're gonna look back like 10 years and I'm like, yeah, what were you thinking? Like, I don't get this. He's such a brilliant director, but yeah, I think that's a really valid complaint in all his I movies.
1: I mean, honestly, enough, well, let's talk about Batman here a second. The uh, the uh, the Batman voice. That too. <laughs> Wait a second.
0: <laughs> he wants us to order a citizen. Yeah, even so that college humor had has all those parody YouTube videos. It's <laughs> 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 it's a it's a
1: valid complaint and uh where's your child so cool? Like, like I don't know, dude. Like yeah, I don't know, I don't know, not necessary. Yeah, just just give us the, the story is good, the camera's amazing, the acting is fantastic. Just don't fuck up the audio. All right, please. Yeah, please. All right, speaking of audio, what record is uh, the tenant theme song?
0: Oh, I have an album, and it's pretty easy, by the way. Kendrick Lamar, damn! It, I mean, Ooh. what else can you say? The, you got the album in front, then you got the the special edition where they play it backwards. Duckworth when the when the album rewinds, Spoiler alert: It's too late. If you have, you know, it's been on for three years. That's your problem if you haven't heard it already. But the, the album right. Duckworth, and then the whole record plays in reverse, and you realize,
1: whoa, Kendrick Lamar, damn! That is fan fucking fantastic Red blue, <laughs> yeah. Especially the uh the backwards uh version of it. What's the backwards is called what nation? Well, supposedly that was the second album. Uh, it's just the collective nation or something. Damn nation was supposed to be like the full name of that album. And so you uh, think. yeah, and the, the, I've seen the backwards version. It's called nation. I've seen that. So, dude, I that me. that is great. Um, I have a song here, and I think this is. I think yours is better though. But I'm gonna go with mine, of course. Anyway, uh, Jay Z on to the next one. I think everything about that record just matches up with what's going on in this movie, and primarily with Neil, that the man just keeps bouncing around from inverted to the normal world, to inverted to the normal world. He's just on to the next, even the end of it. And if you notice at the end, in that end scene, he saw himself. He saw his fate. He saw where he died at, where he was a soldier with the the blue patch on on the ground that took the bullet. Mm-hmm. That was Neil. And he knew that he, where he was headed to. Maybe at the end, he said that uh, the blue team was like, oh, I'll catch with him sometime soon. Mm-hmm. That was him going back again to put the patch on mm-hmm. to go back through there. And I thought on to the next one, just everything about that record, it just it just, it just went, to, went, to, went with this story so well. And um, I'm, I'm a fan of Jay-Z, the black and white two as well, mm-hmm. which is also inverted of color So with the, mm-hmm. the music video. So that was me.
0: Real quick, that album was the, uh, the collector's edition, the reverse, we, uh, the rumor was the second album was called Nation, but we never got it
1: yet. It's out there, it's, it's somewhere on Dr. Dre's hard drive. It'll never be released. Of yeah. course, with of Detox course. too, as well. Come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that too. Uh, last call, baby. What is your iconic uh, Kodak moment of this movie? That's a really good question, because
0: it's a tough question because, you know, we, we did Die Hard. It's so obvious, right? It's him and the air duck, mm-hmm. because this, that movie's had time. This movie just came out. Right. So to have that iconic Kodak moment, if I, that's tough. That's real tough. If, it, if it's anything, I think it's the last scene with with Neil looking back, uh, like we said. I don't really have one yet. I think
1: I need more time. I have I have two. Uh, but, like I said, the, the movie needs to to have a iconic moment but i still have two that i think that would um that you see they'd be like oh tenant that's the way i look at it uh john david washington we saw on the train tracks and his eyes all fucked up great one in in the chair yeah i got that one and uh a picture of uh both uh neil and uh, the protagonist uh bungee jumping on the building
0: such a great scene you know what's crazy about that scene that's a good one though um that right that is in the trailer uh but um like, this movie is so action-packed. Like, it's almost an afterthought. And then you watch it again, you're like, oh, shit, this scene right here. They're about to fucking bungee jump <laughs> of, of 70 stories. It's incredible.
1: Yeah, it's, um, like, once again, it's things you haven't seen in movies. Um, all right, this next question is a little bit hard, but we have to ask this regardless. Or we'll ask like this. How do you think this movie will age?
0: I think it'll age really, really well. Uh, inception had similar response when it first came out of
1: it's got a lot legs. Of people it's got yeah. legs. inception yeah. has legs. yeah
0: but a lot of people hated it uh and I think very similar to inception th- people will love it or they'll hate it uh people say it's not for me or there are people who are gonna watch this movie religiously it'll become a tradition. uh I for me I like every time I watch it I learn something new it's it's unique there's no other movie like this I think it'll be like inception I think it'll be divisive but those who love it really, really love
1: it. I think that I feel that this fits in so nicely with known uh, Nolan's movies that it kind of it's like a Tarantino movie. Mm-hmm. Like you don't just watch one, you watch a couple if you're on a binge of Tarantino. Or if you like watch Pulp Fiction, like damn, I kind of kinda wanna watch Django or you know, maybe put on Reservoir Dogs. Like you just get in that mode right there. Right, you got right. your you got your certain you know, um, your vice with you, whether you're smoking, you're drinking, you just, you just in the mood, you know, maybe it's cold outside, too cold to go anywhere. It's rainy outside. Maybe it's just too damn hot. All right. I just want to yeah. sit inside. I just want to watch movies all day. I, I'm off work. I ain't really got nothing else to do. You you kind of, you kind of go with these movies. Like if I'm watching inception, I'm like, you know what? I kind of watch another Nolan movie. Right. Maybe I'll put on Batman. Maybe i put on Memento. Maybe i put on The Prestige. So uh, it's it kind of it fits in so nicely with that with this work, and Nolan hasn't Nolan hasn't missed for me at all. I haven't seen one miss. If he has a miss, please let me know. I haven't. I haven't came across it. No. It just it just it just fits so nicely in that world that it's going to age along with those movies. Now ranking those, that's a different story. But it fits in nicely with that. Absolutely. Would you want Yeah. Would you uh? Would you want a sequel?
0: Yes, absolutely. I think, and I would love a sequel. You know, we talked about uh, the Django pot. We talked about the the theory of the Tarantino universe, how some movies, not even a theory, but that some movies are in the same timeline. Right. I would love an Inception Tenet sequel. Would absolutely love it, because I think those two movies would play exceptionally fucking well.
1: Well, dude, I got something for you. It's a rumor. or another theory, that Interstellar is actually the sequel to Tenet. So, think about it. That
0: makes sense. In, yeah. in
1: Tenet, they're having problems with the Earth. Right. Uh, the future humans are. Right. They don't know how to right. solve it. In Interstellar, there's two things they did. One was a scientist that sent things back in time and then she offed herself. Well, we'll see the other side of Interstellar, too, as well. That or that, that tennis scene that he right. talked about it was actually in Interstellar somewhere. But Interstellar is also the part where the Earth is fucked up. We got to leave this planet. There's two ways of thinking. Like, we can save by inverting and going back in time, or we can save it by pushing ourselves through time to different planets. So that's a theory. That's interesting. Let me ask you it, this:
0: that's that oh. is that is really interesting. I like that because
1: both them yeah. deal with global warming. If you if you really read between the lines, they're both yeah. just global warming uh, dystopias.
0: It, it, yeah, it's preluded. Uh, that makes a lot of sense actually, because I, I was thinking more from an action point of view. Right. I was thinking in, in Inception, uh, the elevator scene or where they're fighting in the hallway, a la like the Matrix oh. Joseph Gordon-Levitt and like Tenet. Uh, but from a storyline plot point of view, Interstellar and Tenet do make a lot of sense. But He's I don't know boy. about from an action point of view.
1: No, action, no. But the thing is that the world is the Nolan-verse. It's a yeah. universe. So right now, I me, mean, you're doing the podcast. Somewhere else in the world, this bullet's is being traded left and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, this can be you a might thing. Might be throwing
0: hands, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> the uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I
0: have a, I have an Inception master spoiler for Inception here, please. Uh, that uh, the theory that Maul was trying to save Cobb Leo's character in Inception throughout. So, how would you like a mm-hmm. that point of view with like Tenet, where now the protagonist goes into a dream state? And tries to save like Leo or something of that nature, I think it'd be incredible,
1: oh dude, I, at some point, if no one ever got his characters together and imagine he did all that, and somehow he did it with based off the timeline of some movies like I don't think Tenet and Interstellar could be in the same verse, but inception Tenet could be in the same verse that's what I yeah, yeah, they could be in the same at the same time, but imagine that, and he had like maybe like a scene with Batman too as well somewhere in there, imagine the totem.
0: Spoiler. Imagine the totem being like the key to to the tenant like cipher. It's just spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning. And then we the new movie from black to white, and we see the protagonist just swipe the the uh, the uh, Tatum totem. Also, excuse
1: me. Also, you can look at Memento, uh, Memento too, as well. Like um, oh yeah, the dude. For, uh, I forgot his name too, as well. It's not. Oh god, I want to say it. I forget off the top of the head. But I'm he like he could be like a, um. Uh, Asian from tenant that maybe got like his head fucked up from a, a mission and now everything yeah. with him all your memories, is things going like in reverse but yeah yeah, yeah. Sure he remembers things because he knows of yeah. his condition like it's it's so many ways you can you can layer that shit but i'll I'll leave that to nolan now i do have an idea for a direct sequel to tenant oh let's discuss um so remember the end neil said this is uh mm-hmm. the beginning of the end for us yeah now let's say that an older protagonist yeah. That a younger Neil. I'd watch that. Now, let's say his older protagonist is Denzel Washington, John David Washington's father. And he gotta be like <laughs> like lethal weapon. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> it'd be like him, he, like he'll, David, play, he'll be the older uh, the older protagonist, Denzel Washington. And you can have like some young dude like you ever seen Umbrella Academy? I'm aware of what you're speaking of. Yeah, the uh the the kid from there, yeah, he could be like a younger version of Neil. That could work, or just something of the sort. And it doesn't have to be those particular actors. This is what I had I had in mind, but that could be like a sequel of how they actually came to be. Because of the theories that Max Cat's kid is Neil in the future, you would need somehow that they can. There'd be some kind of middle middle ground between that, or it could just be it could be Robert Pattinson again with Denzel Washington, and I'll watch the fuck out of that.
0: Yeah, I mean, what? Yeah. You know, Christopher Nolan can get a cast. I'd watch anything, any of the things
1: he just said, said, I'll co sign too. Denzel Washington in uh, in a Christopher Nolan movie? That'd be great. Mm. I wish Denzel
0: played more villain roles, by the way.
1: I wish he played. Oh, God, dude. I want to see Denzel be. I don't like the little things are coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see, I I just want to see something different from Denzel. I don't want to see. Um, man on fire or deja vu, Denzel. I want to see something. I want to see something more because it's it's Denzel. He's so he's such a great actor. I, I need it. I just want to see more of that. Now, I say we haven't seen it, but I just want to get back to him being a chameleon. I know Fences came out too, as well. I'm aware of that, but I want to see more, more Denzel playing. He had Roman, uh, Roman Esquire, Roman J. Uh, uh, Esquire movie too, as well. But when it comes to action movies, like what the little things seem to be, i like to see him in like a different role, but playing the villain too as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree. I'd watch any, anything you just said. I'm
1: down. Yeah, for sure. That's all. I, I mean, is that, I th- that's everything, man.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, uh, we'll see. I'm not ready to uh rank this movie amongst, uh, no universe movies at all. So are you there?
0: uh i'll get my estimate what you got i'll definitely go dark knight depending where you like inception that inception is going to be the wild card there, some people love it some people hate it i'll go dark knight inception it's tough <laughs> it's tough man uh prestige batman begins tenet might be oh there's fuck Tenet, maybe fourth, fifth, somewhere around there. I don't think it's going to be in his top three because uh, I think it's a little too divisive, but I can see like four to five range. But that's not a knock. Like the dude's catalog is incredible. It's like, yeah, exactly which, like which time radio ring is the best? I don't know. Fuck, like take your pick.
1: <laughs> like Tarantino, the fourth, the fifth movie yeah. movies, better than a lot of people's, you know, best. Best. Yeah, so.
0: absolutely. It, uh, it's tough. I don't know. That's a really good pod, just in ranking- uh, no, I feel like I forgot one. I really love The Prestige a lot. A lot.
1: The Memento is out there too as well. Memento is ex- exceptional as well. I mean, the man's got so many. We, we're not even listening to this. Listen more movies too as well. Yeah, It could we're, be last
0: just because that's how great his catalog is. It could be. <laughs> I got problems with Dark Knight Rises. But even then, it's still entertaining.
1: Yeah, it is. And I, I don't know. That's a podcast for a different day. Um <laughs>
0: I mean, if if, it, if I'm flipping through channels and it's on like TNT, playing for like the 200th time, I'll probably watch it for the 200th time. Like, I still watch it. It's still entertaining, but it's not up to par with me with some of the other ones. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah.
1: Who knows? That could that that maybe that's his worst movie.
0: That's pretty damn good.
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's pretty damn good. And I I enjoyed the movie too as well. Yeah, it's
0: entertaining. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So I don't know. What would you want next
1: out of a Christopher Nolan movie? Uh, we've seen Space. We've got Time um you just kind of yeah yeah we've gotten uh we've gotten the dream sequence too as well we've gotten superhero we've gotten uh we've gotten i mean shit you can argue we've gotten mental health with memento
0: yeah
1: uh the prestige how would you describe that uh that genre
0: sci-fi just a little bit of sci-fi
1: yeah so yeah maybe um maybe a history a history piece dunkirk Oh, I forgot shit. about Dunkirk that in our right. rankings. Yeah, Dunkirk Fuck. is really good.
0: Fuck. Uh, I forgot about Dunkirk <laughs> shit until you bought it. By the way, <laughs> Dunkirk has got to be up there, which I really
1: enjoy as well. What what genre has he really? Has he really gave it a biography? But I don't really I don't want that want to know. Nah. That, that that puts only too much know. in a box. Like I want Nolan to that. be free.
0: Would you want him to be the next James Bond director? That's that's what some people want. British director, obviously, a lot of parallels
1: there. Uh, that puts him too much in this. Like he has to tell a certain story with. Well, James. Why he
0: did it with Batman.
1: But well, but his Batman was different. Well, his his Mark could be different. That's true too as well. That's very true. If you think
0: about it, like Batman Begins and Casino Royale really changed like the genre of movies more to a darker role. Both of those it at did. the same time, and it both did. of those cited uh, Casino Royale actually cited Batman Begins as a big reason for uh, the the shift into more darker roles movies. It,
1: gave, it gave a lot more realism. Yeah. Damn, dude what what has Nolan done? He's gave you like literally like everything. I mean. Also, a space, also interstellar, of course, sci fi too, as well. Um, I like this. Oh,
0: of course, interstellar.
1: oh, fuck, dude, I don't, I just want maybe, maybe a mashup of movies, like maybe you could combine two different genres together and do something. And I don't even know what those two genres would be. Maybe, um, has Christopher Nolan ever done a Western? <laughs> no, <laughs> you want, you want Django Unchained 2? <laughs> you want the sequel? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, uh a Christopher Nolan Western would probably be you you'll watch it. Oh, I'd watch anything. But I mean it's that's one thing that I don't think he's uh let's see Christopher Nolan Western movie. I'll just make sure I'm I'm not talking about so. uh is he gonna ever direct a western. No, yeah, he doesn't have a western. That I don't even know how well, you know,
0: but hey, his brother Christopher Nolan, who does a lot of the screenwriting for uh not Chris, uh, Jonathan Nolan, I think for, for Christopher Westworld.
1: He does. That's true. Westworld.
0: So there you go. You want your Western. There it is. Yeah. But that's not him though. It's really, really good. Westworld is excellent.
1: Let's see. Memento. Batman Begins. Prestige. Dark Knight. Uh, he wrote Man of Steel. He was a writer on Man of Steel. Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, I don't, he's he's pretty much like hit everything as far as movies go. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. Man, I don't I don't know what he could do next. But I mean, he's uh, he's I mean, wherever he does, I don't give he does, I don't give him getting space movie. Like he could do, he could do anything. But I would like to see him to uh, uh, maybe um maybe a crime film. Has he done a crime film? like a detective style yeah something like that no nah, i haven't seen that that'd be pretty I mean, dope batman i mean like Sin it city style? style yeah, yeah. something like, yeah something like that um a dark comedy is that really nolan
0: no
1: no comedy uh a horror movie he'd probably be great at it dude a nolan horror movie that sounds actually pretty pretty fucking good i'm pretty
0: scared actually thinking about that yeah.
1: <laughs> a romance <laughs> 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 a romantic i watch it i'm not gonna lie i watch it give me a romantic western by christopher nolan now nah, honestly give me a horror movie Horror.
0: it's pretty good actually with his ability Ooh. to build suspense that's not that's not bad
1: yeah not to mention the level of actors he can get in there too as well
0: yeah yeah, yeah.
1: that'd be some stanley cubert uh, type shit
0: give me james bond i thought yeah. it happens but i still want it
1: you want bond i want whore there you go. All right. We'll see. All right, my friend. Let's get out of here. We got uh we got a missable uh, sports on um that'll be out. We'll do that Sunday night. So that'll be out uh for a Monday release.
0: Yep. Super Bowl preview.
1: Yeah, for sure. And hopefully yep. this um it's a quarterback movement too as well.
0: Yeah.
1: And we uh we can talk tell our thoughts about the uh the Texas new coach. I'll save that. <laughs> <laughs> Till next time, my friend. All right, man. All right, one.